This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO's City of Literature. Tomorrow night at the Dunedin Town Hall, the Solidarity Myanmar concert, which we've talked about a couple of times here on the Awesome Morning Show. Of course, uh, if you've been following the news at all, you'll know about uh, the deep and dark and violent crisis that is facing so many in Myanmar at the moment. Uh, At this distant place, it's difficult to know what we can do to support um, those who are being so deeply affected by uh, the events there. But... uh, how about coming together to show some solidarity? And that's what this is all about. Now, the uh, woman behind the organisation of this uh, big event is Jin Henderson. Jin joins us in the show now. Morena, Jin, lovely to have you with us. Morena, Jeff, it's great to be here. Thank you. Let's talk first about your connection with Myanmar. Why uh, has this sparked such a, a deep response in you? Way back in the 90s, I... I lived in Asia. I lived in Asia for 25 years, and mostly um, in Bangkok and Thailand. And on in the 90s was just after the 88 revolution in Burma, Myanmar, and it was just flooded. Thailand was flooded with over 140,000 refugees. In the you know nine refugee camps were set up on that long border, and a whole generation of people. And there, you know, still some there today since 1990s, it's like 25, 30 years, um, grew up on those camps and, and the stories. And I met so many amazing um, Burmese people during that time that I always, you know, I thought when, when the time was right, I would like to go and go back, go to that country. I made a f- couple of trips. And um, in 2013, when that fledgling democracy was appearing. I, I went there to volunteer with the Yangon Heritage Trust, and uh, spent five years there. So uh, yeah, I, I have many friends there. I feel deeply um, moved uh, by the situation. And there are other, you know, crises around the world in our daily lives. I do, you know, but this one for me, and I think for many others, it resonates broadly because it's not just about a strange corner of Southeast Asia with a you know, confusing name change. It's something about democracy for all of us. It really resonates. It's a it's a fragile thing. You know, it's not a given. Democracy, you know, was doing its best to establish itself in in Myanmar in a you know in a, in a sense that uh, they hadn't been used to it for a while. It, there was it wasn't it wasn't a perfect system by any means, but it has been brutally crushed once more. Does that come as a surprise to you at all? Yes, to me personally, perhaps not for some others amongst um, the Burma Bossy Girls group, which I'm part of. Uh, but it's the brutal way that they just pulled the rug out, and the, and that that the young people have had just like eight or ten years of this. You know, there's an internet. When I first went there in 2013, it cost me fifteen hundred dollars for a SIM card. You know, it was just ridiculous. Uh, Situation that suddenly became, you know, down to 50 cents, you know. And so, and this enabling of the internet and social media and cell phones, um, you know, they've, they've just jumped in it. And that's what they're actually using those tools now in the demonstration. The Gen Z are leaders. And this concert is an absolute celebration of their creativity and courage. So, back to your question. 
yeah, I'm just so disappointed. I'm mm. so I feel because they had this real flush, and so when I was there, people were just coming out of that. You know, they would have been arrested for talking to foreigners, and and then that, that was all gone. So we were able to wander around the streets and just you know chat and drink tea and and hear the stories of people's lives. And, um, yeah. and capture them too. I mean, I, I want to talk about this concert with you too, but you have produced a, a, a book which reflects you know, life in that part of the world. Beautiful um, book. Tell us a little bit about that and why you did that. Uh, I, I made that book with Tim Webster, the photographer. The photography is fantastic. And um, we went there, as I mentioned, to volunteer with the Yangon Heritage Trust for three months initially in 2013 and so we were exploring the old amazing buildings and and talking to the people all different kinds the people who lived there the owners the guards the tea shop ladies and men and um the conversations that we had just that book evolved it, we didn't plan to make it but it was such rich material and through the stories of those people we, you know, you can tell the history of the country because so many of them remember these fifty years since six, 1962 to that 2012. That fifty years was really a harsh, mm, not nothing in the shops. People couldn't go anywhere. There, you know, there was nobody could travel. There was no money, and harsh laws. And then, you know, that's why I'm so disappointed, and I'm so. Um, I really empathise with the people. If uh, you do want to get a taste of um, what Jen's been talking about, uh, Yangon Echoes, uh, Inside Heritage Homes, uh, a beautiful book. Where can we get that, by the way? Um, you can get it online. Uh, you will be able to see a copy at the um, concert. And I've just got that one with me, actually, now, but I can get more. I, I can be um, contact me directly. All right. So well, let's get back to... Um, the current situation um, you I guess have you made connections with the Miami community in this part of the world in our city? Yes and in fact I, I have an old a friend we met at um, a funeral and a wedding in, in Myanmar um, Dr Tinlin Ong who works at Otago University and his wife Makai and when the coup happened on the 1st of February this year uh, there was a march from the railway station to the Octagon, and I, I don't live in Dunedin, I live a couple of hours away, but I jumped in the car and came up to join that and met that small group of maybe 10 families. And so from like early March or early February, and then we um, also showed a film at the National Centre for Peace and Conflict Studies in the middle of March um, called Mother, Daughter, Sister at on, on the brutality in Myanmar and that was a bigger crowd and so engaging with the community has been one of the most beautiful um, aspects of this um, project for me because I, I'm so inspired by them you know they've, they're, they're traumatised in that they've been shocked and they're angry and then they're grieving and on top of that, I, my imp- impression is that they also have a kind of a guilt that they live here in beautiful New Zealand, in Dunedin, where they are safe, they have access to health care and education, and they can raise their families, 
whilst that's so far away for their friends and families back in Myanmar. So, you know, I just want to support them. And this concert is their concert, you know, and it's actually the most amazing variety uh, of Myanmar and Kiwi artists. That's, that's a powerful thing. All right. Well, let's talk about the lineup and what has come together for this concert at the Dunedin Town Hall. Run us through what we can expect tomorrow night. Well, it's something that we've never seen before in Dunedin and um, top artists from around the country have really rallied to the call. Um, We just put it out there, you know, we're going to do this and and lots, lots more than are on the lineup, but just couldn't make the dates and as things like that work. But um, Tiny Ruins, Holly Fulbrook's coming down from Dunedin on the day for the concert and leaving the next day. She's incredibly busy, but she's um, highly motivated because... Uh, she, that's the kind of singer-songwriter she is, highly respected, and we love her. And the Dunedin Jazz Club, Bill Martin and his team, they're out. They're, they're going to be playing on the grand piano in the town hall, and uh, they know. And it's a couple of original compositions that Bill's made about um, from political poetry. And David Eggleton, of course, such a human rights advocate, and he's got something to say with the wild cards. So entertaining. What a what a poet, our New Zealand poet laureate. And Marlon's dreaming. This young, I think they graduated maybe a couple of years ago from uni, and I actually don't know them well, but people just keep saying, wow, Marlon's dreaming. And of course, Hawaka Katoya, the Queens and Kings, Kapahaka Rupu, you know, they've, they're award winning, and, and that's just going to fill the room with energy. And then, of course, the chin artists from around the country, Danny and Co, are coming from Auckland and Wellington, and you know, Chin is a small, remote state in the north of Myanmar, but the the art from there is incredible. And Van Le Sung, a Chin singer and songwriter, has a huge following in Myanmar, and she now lives in Nelson. So Van's just arrived last night, actually. Hi, Van. No, Sung. And um, we've also got the Edmund Brothers and DJ Gilly playing in the pre-program, just warming up the space. And um, so it's just fantastic. Obviously, entertainment is a big part of it, but you would hope um, that people will come away better informed as well. Tell us a little about aspects of that that are planned. Yeah, well, you know, like there's, there's that pervading question, like Burma or Myanmar, what is that? You know, that kind of question's often asked, and we hope to kind of get that out there for people, you know. And the answer is, of course, during the 80s, the generals did change the country's name from Burma to Myanmar. And it wasn't, they weren't constitutionally the government. So a lot of people call it Burma, and especially in America, uh, as a resistance statement. But in fact, for the international community, the UN, they have to use that title Myanmar. And Myanmar is an ancient name, so it is very confusing. But yeah, you will be informed, um, especially that we've got some, it's a multimedia show. And the visuals, you know, it's not just something that we've seen on the news, but something that's been shot on the ground. Um, and they're re- really genuine, you know, um, strong imagery. I guess there's there's two other aspects to this. There is um, hoping that those who attend will come away perhaps galvanised to continue support in some way in whatever new ways that they can. But also this is a serious fundraising effort as well. Yeah, the concert's got three clear aims, and and the first two, one is to amplify the voices of the people fighting for their lives in Myanmar, 
And so we, we're definitely, you know, singing their songs, we're showing their pictures, we're telling their stories, and we are um, encouraging them to kia kaha, you know, stay strong because, you know, the only way forward, according to Steve Marshall, the New Zealand ambassador who spoke a couple of weeks ago in Dunedin, you know, it looks bleak. The only way forward from here is some kind of dialogue, and at this stage that's not happening because dialogue means recognition. So that political story... And, and he was actually encouraging the solutions would be found amongst the young people, you know, and I found that a bit of a burden for them. They're already fighting on the streets with amazing, you know, they're... Um, even the power of silence, you know, what a tool to, you know, have a day of nothing, you know, just, but the civil disobedience movement of um, non-cooperation, non-violence, uh, you know, it just has to go on. The funds raised tomorrow will go towards supporting uh, the Mutual Aid Myanmar organisation. And if you want to find out more about that, you can hop online to mutualaidmyanmar.org uh, and find out uh, where the money you'll pay for your ticket tomorrow will go to supporting. Uh, where can people get tickets from? You can get tickets from the Regent Theatre uh, during the day and also you can get them uh, on t- online Ticketmaster. Unfortunately, there's a fee for Ticketmaster, so you should buy it as a group. It's better value. And you can buy door sales on the 27th. The doors open at 6.30 and the show starts at 7.30. That's tomorrow evening, right yeah. here in our Dunedin Town Hall. A beautiful spot for it. You'll be so chuffed to have secured that venue. Well, you know, it hasn't been really easy because it's a big space to organise and it's pretty, um, you know, um, hard to get that working. But I really thought that this is what town halls are for, to make these kind of statements. And um, that's what we're doing. We're making a huge shout-out. And, you know, anybody who's listening in in Dunedin, please come along because, um, you know, it's been called one of the big call-to-action moments of this time. And I do feel like that. Yeah. Jen, thanks so much for taking some time to join us on the Awesome Morning Show for our right spot. And all the very best for tomorrow's concert. I know it won't be the last... uh, that we hear around this. Obviously, mm-hmm. we'd love it if the situation in Myanmar resolved itself tomorrow. It isn't going to. It's going to take a concerted effort and probably a great deal of international pressure. Oh, yeah. Well, also, we just, um, we're going to be using the community gallery on Thursday, tomorrow, which is just on Princess Street there, uh, for our preparations. And we're actually going to um, keep it until Sunday. So if anybody wants to drop in there too and have a chat about what's going on, it's also be a place to give donations for Mutual Aid Myanmar. Um, yeah, see you at the Community Gallery over the weekend. Brilliant. Thanks, Jen, for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.